You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. All right, we are back, and of course, it is another episode another daily podcast episode and of course that means more things changing here in this nft landscape uh and and always you know the thing about this podcast being daily is it's kind of beautiful because not only do we have plenty of things to talk about because everything seems to always be changing and you know the the world around us in this space is 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 a heck of a lot of fun but um the also the, the part of this that i think is also equally exciting um is that you know what impacts the the trends what impacts some of the um, the things that are not only uh, become like the norm but also that uh, shape what all other aspects of uh, of the NFT marketplace and you know I'll say one of them right now is you know all of a sudden uh, while we're recording this on uh, November uh, 29th uh, the idea of uh, you know games and not only games from an nft perspective but the the component of game releases and and game uh token and staking uh is really all of a sudden not only became trendy but now it's all the drops seem to be including that and i kind of love uh that aspect of what is kind of involved in this space and and really where that can kind of take us in regards to you know, what's possible when it comes to uh, NFTs, because I think we're all learning this together. And part of the beauty about learning this together is even if you're not, you know, investing or collecting NFTs that are are game driven, and uh, that that for me is a space that I don't know um, as much about as I know others do. Um, there are so many things we can learn from that, from rollouts to me- uh, to mechanics. And, and that includes some of the things that are happening around us right now, right? And, you know, as we kind of uh, wrap up the 2021 year as a whole, Whole, you know, for me, this is where you know I kind of discovered NFTs at the end about this time last year, um, and now you know now able to kind of play um, in uh, this space as far as uh, now for you know a little over a year. You know, one of the things that excites me is that. Uh, there are lots of changes, lots of things going on. And so this episode, I'm going to break down some of the, you know, just the the nuances. And, and here's what I want you guys to think about is, you know, I, I do try to make every one of these episodes uh, evergreen, right? And what I mean by that is if you're not a marketer, um, I try to make every one of these episodes uh, that, you know, someone can listen to this podcast six months from now um, and it'll also provide them value and they could listen to it today and it'll provide them value. And uh, and I will say that, you know, on this one, I'm going to talk about some of the things that are in the news, but I'm, I'm going to also connect the dots into you know this is where my my specialty lies in the sense of you know being able to read trends understand the future and where we're going but also you know not over calculate or over click depending on where we're going right i think sometimes um, when you hear people uh you know that are are those that are talking about you know trends or emerging markets or even futurists a lot of them are are really just kind of like polarizing and over the top and i'm more of one that's like hey let's let's understand the why let's read the tea leaves and and then kind of make sure those things are going 
the other part, of the, you know, before we jump into those these couple of news pieces that I want to hit, uh, and I'm gonna talk NFL, Anheuser Busch, Macy's Day Parade, uh, the movie theaters. I mean, this we got some exciting stuff going on, um, and I'll include all those uh, links in the in the show notes as well. Uh, the other part is, you know, today's a big day for those that are that know this podcast is uh, powered by the ADHD Creator Coin. Uh, it is a Creator Coin on Rally.io. It is a coin that I launched March 12th of last year. It is using the kind of call sign as ADHD. Uh, and exactly two months ago on September 29th, uh, I posted across social that, you know, we were at a, at a spot where the coin was about $3 and 11 cents. Um, and I, I told everybody I was like this right now is the time to get in. Cause I, I, I am excited for where this is going with so many things launching. We have our own NFT series. We have our own discord with all of the stuff that goes there. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Two months to the day, uh, today that being November 29th, uh, we are now at uh, $6 and 24 cents as of this recording, uh, which is over double. So in two months we've doubled, uh, the, price of that coin. So uh, for those that have jumped in and, and heeded my advice, uh, you know, congrats. Uh, for those that are thinking about jumping in, you know, I am very bullish where we will be by December 31st, as well as two months from now. Uh, you know, the possibilities are endless. I am working alongside some other coins that are have, have really just done some amazing things. You know, shout out to Gary Coin and the Tilt Coin. Uh, both of them are in the $40 range of coins. And I've been a holder, an investor, and a friend of the creators since the start. And so I'm, I'm building a lot of what we see here on this podcast in this community alongside of there. So pretty cool to see. I, I just love being able to this creator economy shared uh, wealth um, component. So, you know, Halloween was interesting, right? For those that are, uh, you know, I think we, there's lots of memes going around about how many people were talking about um, the different trends and, you know, was your uncle going to talk to you about crypto and was your, your mom going to ask you about NFTs? And my dad kept saying, uh, his comment was, uh, you know, shout out to Dale Fanzo. I know you probably listen to these dad, but um, he would say, what are these funky cartoon pictures you're posting everywhere? And why are they worth money? And what does it have to do with technology? And, and, uh, and I will say my dad is big into uh, crypto and stocks and that side of the world. Uh, but it was fun to kind of open his eyes to where this NFT space is going. And then got to talk to my brother as well as my sister-in-law and explain to them some of the nuances here. And, and so hopefully you guys had uh, a positive experience. If not, remember, you know, it's not our job to change people's minds when it comes to these things. It's about opening their mindset to seeing what is possible, right? And that's what I focus on, right? I don't try to convince people that I am right or that they need to be all in on NFTs, but I, I do want people to ha approach this with an open mindset to what is possible. And so one of those things that's gonna really going to open the mindset and open the doors um, is going to be Coinbase NFTs, right? The Coinbase NFT marketplace uh, should be rolling out very soon. I know they have a massive wait list. They've, they've been teasing out some of the projects that they are working with. And I will say this is huge. It is huge because not only does it add competition to OpenSea in the, in the Ethereum uh, space of NFTs, but it also is going to be a, a very interesting how they're going to integrate uh, the NFT marketplace across the different blockchains and how all of that's going to interface. Not to mention the massive amount of users that are actively using Coinbase that have never bought an NFT before. And this is going to open the door for that, um, that marketplace. Uh, and I'll say, you know, I, I am a huge fan of Coinbase. I use them as my exchange. Uh, I have been for many, many years now. Uh, I do believe their UI, their UX, their, their training, um, even the, their, uh, their mechanics that are involved within their uh, website as well as their app, I believe are, are, are second to none in, the, in this space right now. And 
And so it'll be exciting to see what's here. But I also want to just heads the bets there. A lot of the trends, you know, I'm reading a couple articles right now about you know Coinbase, all of a sudden, all of these projects that are at zero are all of a sudden going to explode when Coinbase NFT marketplace comes around. And I'm going to say, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to require us to, you know, to tweak our marketing and our sales approach and even how we're launching uh, additional components to these different NFT projects so that we can welcome in these new, uh, you know, NFT, not only users, but also even a, a new NFT marketplace. So something to keep in mind. And and along with that was, you know, Macy's Day Parade. I, I think it must have been a half hour into the parade when they started talking about NFTs um, in the in the broadcast because my phone just started blowing up. I, everyone I knew was like, Fanzo, do you see that people are, they're, they're dropping NFTs uh, on the website for uh, Macy's Day Parade. And, and they had some collector's edition ones that w- they were donating the profits to charities. They also had 9,500 free uh, NFTs up for grabs uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, I will say I didn't have my laptop in front of me and I was uh, attempting to grab one via the mobile experience. And, you know, mobile experience has not been very good across the board. And uh, I don't think that's on um, the big apps. I just think that's on a lack of uh, of us kind of factoring that in. And so I wasn't able to get one of the the 9,500 uh, NFTs. I do have a couple of friends that did snag a couple of those. But it was it was great. It was, you know, it's kind of funny hearing the different announcers talk about it. And like, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, like, and they kind of like, you know, mock it a little bit. But that's just kind of the trends as we're taking this mainstream. And of course, later that day, uh, the NFL dropped that they were not only had they already previously um, announced uh, that they had NFTs that they rolled out for a previous game, but this was actually like the announce of their announcement of their marketplace. And and they kind of announced their marketplace, uh, you know, is called NFT All Day is what they're calling um, what theirs are. And, you know, they also, you know, they announced that they had partnership with the same uh, company that runs Top Shot, which of course is Dapper Labs. And and shout out to Dapper Labs. I really I really appreciate that team. I, I've been able to meet a couple of their executives, and I just love what Dapper Labs does and understands. Like you know, using even what Dapper Labs, uh, the Flow blockchain is doing for for this space. And so I did jump in and um, snag a couple of uh, Pittsburgh Steeler uh, NFTs. Uh, I also got a couple of friends to go in and get them. Uh, I, I thought the the interface was very a little bit confusing as they had the way that the marketplace listed. It almost seemed like there was different levels of different NFTs per uh, NFL team, but there really wasn't. There was just 125 um, of them. I will say when I purchased my first one, uh, I think it was $200 in the marketplace. Uh, when I went to go pick, purchase a second Steelers one, uh, I think it was already up to $600. And last I checked, you couldn't buy one for under $2,800 right now at the moment. So it'll be interesting how the NFL, how these big brands um, incorporate them in future games, in future seasons, how they connect them uh, to season ticket holders, to games you're watching. I know the New York Jets um, actually announced that they were um, including NFT components within uh, their actual uh, season tickets. So if you're a New York Jets fan, uh, you know, check out that. They're, I know they're they're doing, I'm pulling it up right now, it says Jets fans who purchase a ticket to attend the Jets versus Buccaneers uh, game were presented by Pepsi Zero um, with a complimentary virtual commemorative ticket uh, via the ticket master marketplace, which was a NFT, um, actually had an NFT component to it. And I think, you know, this is also going to be one of those things where, you know, I think we have to do our due diligence. We have to really think out, 
um, this entire process when it comes to um, NFTs and like if they're worth spending money because remember just because it's an NFT doesn't mean uh, you know it's going to be worth uh, it, worth money uh, because you have to have people that are on that marketplace. You know, one of the things I factor in is okay, yes, um, it seems like this is a, a low price for an NFT, but you know, how am I going to be able to talk about that? How many people are going to actually go to that site and visit it? Is it going to require me to market the NFT um, myself, right? That's one of the advantages right now of OpenSea is that you can simply just place your, your NFT for, for listing for uh, sale. And anyone that clicks on that collection can go look at what's currently available to buy now. But a lot of these other one-off solutions, I don't believe, have done a very good job of mapping the marketplace so that we understand that. And I would even throw Top Shot into that. Is you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that that jump in on Top Shot when the the different releases are dropped, but not as many people that are going back in there to buy ones on the the after the you know secondary market. And so the secondary market is definitely something to um, uh, to think about and you know to factor in when we're looking at these different plays. Now, on top of the fact that, that you know these brands uh, have uh, you know a couple of brands with Macy's and the NFL uh, rolling it out, you know I did see there's an Adweek article that I'm going to drop in the uh, show notes um, with you know they they list the top five brands that are doing NFTs. Of course, they had McDonald's, which was the McRib uh, NFTs. They had the uh, Warner Brother Matrix uh, NFTs, which I'm extremely tracking. That that actually drops uh, tomorrow, which I'm very excited about seeing how that all kind of plays out. Um, Bacardi Music has theirs, so that was number three. Um, and number two is Tarantino's uh, NFTs, Pulp Fiction uh, NFTs that I believe are going that were dropped originally uh, had have been originally scheduled while I was in New York, but uh, they are going through some uh, legal things. That I know that that's kind of like the piece of that that they're uh, figuring out right now as they go. Uh, and then the number one that they put out there was the uh, Gemini uh, NFT billboard in New York City, uh, which I thought was also another creative way of. Uh, of using NFTs. So, uh, you know, some really interesting brand use cases, uh, a couple other brands just to uh, be aware of that made the news recently. Uh, the Grammys actually just uh, announced that they're going to, um, not only are they going to uh, roll out an NFT marketplace, uh, they're also doing, uh, you know, an exclusive par- partnership with the one of NFT uh, marketplace. And I'll, I'll include a link there. Um, and they, the thing I thought that I was really interesting about this was they also explained that they are, they're, going to be doing uh, you know a limited edition for each of the next three years and I think that is such an important component here right for, for, for people to get buy-in we have to understand where you're going right and so they're not exp- exactly calling out what these nfts are going to look like each year they're just saying no matter what we're going to do three years of this which I actually thought was a uh, a pretty smart move by the Grammys and Grammys always does seem to be doing some um, bleeding edge things that I think are important in the nft space. Uh, another one that uh, that caught my eye was the Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser uh, was selling their uh, NFTs, uh, and they sold out with under an hour. They had about two thousand uh, unique NFTs with uh, unique digital beer cans, which I thought was also very creative by Budweiser. I know Budweiser, I believe, is working with the Vayner um, NFT uh, team. So shout out to Vayner's team on that. I I listened to one of their. Uh, there's sessions at one of the events and I thought they did a great job explaining what Budweiser's role and goal was 
uh, with their NFT. So you can check that out as, uh, as well. And then the last uh, kind of like article I wanted to just bring up was, you know, AMC and Sony um, has teamed up to talk about they're going to be rolling out uh, NFTs to Spider-Man advanced ticket buyers. So if you buy um, a, an advanced ticket for the Spider-Man movie, which is the Spider-Man No Way Home, which I believe comes out uh, December 16th, if I'm correct here in the United States, um, then you're going to be able to uh, get a limited edition uh, NFT. And it said um, there you can redeem your code after you buy your ticket on uh, and get one of there's one of a hundred uh, designs for this actual uh, NFT drop, and they are using the Wax uh, blockchain. So that's another uh, unique blockchain uh, use case. And so for me, this is the part of where I think I hopefully you guys, you know, a lot of that was like, hey, this is the news and things that are going on. But here's what I was to think about as we kind of as we as we are going into you know the this December, January, February timeframe of NSTs is. You know, with all the new adoption becomes, you know, new users, new opportunities, but also in many cases, confusion and disconnection. And I feel right now, especially in the uh, NFT space, it can be really mucky if you're trying to figure out, you know, even as a holder, right? Like I'm someone that, you know, I probably have a couple hundred NFTs across maybe eight or nine different blockchains. Even knowing where they are, how much they are, do I have them for sale? What what is the price point? Right, like the NFL ones that I purchased, you had to buy with fiat or you know cash or a credit card. You actually purchase those uh, NFTs on the NFL ones, which I also thought was like okay, we we need to start like having some sort of uh, you know onboarding process there. But you also have to think about the different aspects of you know what does the different blockchain look like when we're trying to just you know us as consumers like I want to be able to to promote. On, at one location, every NFT that I own, and right now that doesn't, that isn't actually possible. There's some cool 3D um, immersive immersive experiences that exist. Um, if you check out Cyber.io, um, that's uh, one that I actually like. Actually, I believe it's Cyber.io. I'll have to check out the uh, other. Oh, it's um, on Cyber.io. So on Cyber.io is a 3D experience to show your NFTs. Um, but they right now are only including a couple different wallets. They don't allow me to uh, include like something like the NFTs that I bought from the NFL, or they don't allow me to include um, some of the PO apps that I have from uh, some different things that I've attended. So I, I will say like the thing that, to really start to look for, if you're looking for trends, maybe you're thinking about it for your own NFT or your own launch, is you know, what is the education? What is the up? Um, you know, what is the upcycle? What is the, where, where are these things going on the different, you know, everything from the wax blockchain to the on one blockchain, which is what um, the Grammys are using. Um, but the other part of this to think about is, you know, what are the limitations? Let's say if that blockchain isn't successful or if it is, if there are, um, if there, if it ends up not being the popular one, what are your, what are the things you're putting in place that allow you to adapt I've said this before, I said this in past episodes. I believe NFT success is going to require us to be able to plan to roll with the punches. We are, we don't no one really knows where this is all going. It could all fail, it could all explode, right? It could all we could all be millionaires, right? But the thing that I focus on is not that, like not like exactly where it's going. Rather, I want to make sure that I'm setting up different aspects that not only that I have control of, but that I can I can adapt as we go. Like one of them is, for example, is you know I'm launching my NFTs for uh, this you know podcast as well as the the Mint 365 experience that we are rolling out where we're minting an NFT every single day, um, and I'm launching them um, in combination with my ADHD coin. 
And the reason there might be, you know, there's lots of reasons why I'm doing that. But one of them is that if I end up wanting to change or adapt or, you know, the next series for season two, which would be next year at this time, when I roll that out, if I want to roll that out on a different marketplace or a different environment, what is cool is that is it, the, the, the mechanisms, the mechanics that I'm using right now for my smart contract, for my art, for my whitelist signups, all of those are things that I control, right? Where, what, blockchain I'm minting it to and where they're going to actually live. Yes, I'm going to have to pick and choose, but the actual other components, I can adapt that to, let's say I want to move to Wax blockchain next year um, and and launch the, the season two uh, NFTs for this uh, show um, on that blockchain. Like I, I'll be able to do that with the same uh, methodology that I'm building around my ADHD coin and around the, the creator coin itself. So definitely something to keep in mind. Um, I will also say, you know, pick your, you know, I don't like the, I don't like the phrasing pick your poison, but it's definitely something to think about in the, in regards to, you know, don't try to be everywhere on all of the things. And if you are like, take into account that like, okay, how am I managing this? Where, where, where am I tracking it? And I don't think the software is there yet. You know, that's one of the things, you know, uh, for those that, that know me, uh, know I'm working on the back end of a couple different projects right now, um, to roll out, uh, some software that we're going to be able to, um, track trends and floor prices, but also um, emerging aspects. And right now, like a lot of that is all one-off and I'm going to try to bring that all back into one location. So uh, with that being said, lots of great news, lots of exciting things, uh, uh, you know, in the works. Uh, of course, you know, uh, you know, just today, you know, Jack Dorsey stepping down as the CEO of Twitter, that's going to have an impact on, uh, on, you know, crypto adoption in on that platform. You know, Twitter also announced earlier this year um, that they're going to be able to you're going to be able to put an NFT PFP. Um, and verify that you actually own that uh, PFP um, as your profile photo on Twitter. And, and of course, like all of these things, right, changing in management, changing um, in the different, you know, uh, leaders is going to impact uh, every aspect of what we're doing. So definitely keep an eye on where we're going. I will do more of these episodes probably, you know, every other week where we kind of tap into the news specifically, uh, break down some articles, and I give you kind of my take on where these things are all going. Uh, for those that don't know, that's kind of what my entire podcast that I ran for uh, five plus years was doing, which was called FOMO Fans, which you can still check out some of those episodes if you would like. A lot of them are built uh, evergreen. So just yeah, FOMO Fans with a Z at the end. Uh, you can check out that podcast in any of your podcast players. But until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great one. Cheers. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research.